Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is California's Gone Code Crazy. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. So today we're talking briefly about California and what they have done with the building codes on their new homes for 2020. It's a requirement as of the new year. And uh, as as someone that lives in the state here of Wisconsin, uh, I'm very fortunate that our state has our own code, the Uniform Dwelling Code, and and not the National Code, the International Construction Code. And, uh, you know, luckily, uh, I don't think we'll see these things for quite a while, hopefully ever, in our state. But uh, uh, California went kind of uh, radical, as they sometimes do, with their building code in the last year. And uh, a lot of times these things start somewhere, and uh, once um, some states adopt them, other states start to take notice and work on the same thing. So uh, some of these things are a little bit alarming, and uh, things that we need to understand why we are doing them uh, in a, in an area and a time when so many people are having trouble affording housing, when when we don't even have enough supply of housing, making homes cost more, making additional requirements requirements, making them more difficult to be built, that is usually not the way you want to go when you are trying to uh, help people out, increase supply, and reduce pricing. But California does march to their own beat, and they are again, and. Uh, they have uh, instituted a new code, a new building code, and it, it's pretty tough. Um, the, the biggest thing in the code right off the get-go, and I haven't read this thing line by line, so uh, please forgive me. I, I don't live in the state. I'll be honest. I don't sit there and read every line of this code. But the big thing, uh, there's two really major things, I think, in this code right off the bat. One is that they are requiring all new homes to have solar on them. Solar is still very expensive. Uh, the payoff is not, it's okay, but it's not fantastic. And uh, they're requiring that on all new homes. So in a state where people are paying million dollars just to get a very small house, uh, where housing affordability is completely out of whack, they are requiring something that's probably going to cost between seventy and over $100,000 on the cost of a home. That's a tremendous cost. It takes a long time for that to be paid off. And, um, you know, in an area where they can't really afford to build houses for, you know, really under a million dollars, adding, you know, $100,000, adding 10% to the cost of a home seems a bit much, a bit ridiculous in my opinion. And one of the things that I've kind of learned when I was traveling in the last week or so is uh, in, in Las Vegas, for example, they're seeing a massive influx of people moving out to Las Vegas. And the massive influx is from people moving out of California because they can't afford to live there anymore. It's just too expensive. You can go to Las Vegas and buy a home for half or less and get a very nice size home. A lot of the tech companies are starting to move their operations out of California into the Vegas area um, and, and starting their businesses there because uh, you know, there's there's way less tax, there's way less regulation, and uh, we're seeing a massive exodus because they can't even get people to work for them because 
you know, there's no one can live out there affordably. And yet they continue to push and push and push on these regulations. And this is an example of anything uh, for anyone of, of how when you overregulate what happens, people will put up with it for a certain amount of time and eventually they'll start to move out. So be interesting to watch this exodus going on and see how this affects people. Uh, and, and especially with, with new homes, you know, it's, it, this is just crazy. And then you have uh, presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren coming out and saying that uh, she wants to ban all new construction, uh, which is just extreme as well in that, you know, we already have a shortage of housing. How is banning new construction, single family homes going to, to help? Uh, where are people going to live? Um, are we going to start, you know, burying holes into the ground and living underground? I mean, this doesn't make sense. Um, and sometimes we hear people say things like that. It's like, okay, we already have a shortage of homes. We don't have enough supply. We need to be building more because of the last you know, decade and a half when we went through the housing recession, we weren't building enough to replace the things that uh, are damaged, the homes that need to be gravely repaired. And then we have that going on. So that that's pretty crazy in and of itself. Um, we also have, um, you know, besides the solar uh, aspect for California, we also have the news that they are requiring the homes to be net zero. <laughs> so net zero homes, that, that alone is also very alarming. I mean, I can see wanting to tighten the envelopes, but to require every home to not produce any energy or pro- provide a surplus of energy back to the grid. Um, you know, if people want to make that decision, if they want to invest in solar, if they want to invest in making their home net zero, meaning it doesn't you know, produce any energy, that's great. If they want to spend the additional money to do it, let them do that. That's fine. It's a free market. It's a free world. Uh, we do live in a free country. For, last I checked, let people do that. But but to to mandate it on a new build, I mean, you're adding hundreds of thousands of dollars to the cost of a home in an area where people can't afford it as it is. Hey guys, it's the home building hero here. And boy, do I have a deal for you. Are you constantly running out of soap and having to make a special trip to the store? Or are you worried about all the prepackaged products that you buy in the store and all the chemicals that they have in them? If you are, I want you to check out my friends at the Hero Soap Company. Hero Soap Company hand makes all their soap and it's owned and operated by veterans. Their soaps are totally chemical, fragrance, and dye-free. And they believe in supporting our troops. And I'll donate a portion of their proceeds to help my charity, Operation Finally Home. As a valued Home Building Hero listener, you can save 15% off your order by using Home Hero in the code when you check out. Save money, do good, and get this amazing product from HeroSoapCompany.com. It just doesn't make sense. This is this is people trying to be, um, you know, sitting on their high high horse here and trying to dictate how people live their lives. And and not everyone makes, you know, you know half a million dollars or a million dollars a year to be able to afford these types of homes out there. So um, it, it it's just ridiculous. It, it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, again, there are people that are out there going and doing that, and that's fine. And that's great. I, I applaud the people that want to, to spend the money to put those systems in. But if you're going to do that, you got to make sure that's a house that you're going to want to live in for a long time because you will never recoup that investment in the short term. I mean, it's going to take over a decade, maybe decades to recoup that investment. And 
you know, for, for most people, when the average person lives in a home about seven to eight years, putting something in that's going to take, you know, 15 years to pay back, 20 years to pay back, that just doesn't make good business sense. Why would you do that? So, you know, I, I just don't see it. I mean, homes are safer than they've ever been. They are as energy efficient as they've ever been. To to push all the way to this radical extreme and make it a requirement seems um, just just nonsensical to me. So I hope people take notice. I hope if you live in in a neighboring state, if you live in a state that maybe does consider you know or follow other states like California, you need to watch this and you need to keep your eye out and you need to say something if this bothers you. You know, if you're all for it, well, that's great. But you know, I think a lot of people, if this starts to become a national trend and, and this becomes a requirement, you know, I don't want to say this is the end of housing because it's not that far along, but this this would certainly be a blow to, you know, this large generation of millennials that are all trying to go out and buy houses right now. And all of a sudden you've got to tack another hundred grand on. Well, guess what? They're all going to be living in apartments for another five, six years easy just because of those two requirements. It's too much. It's just too much at the end of the day. And, you know, we have to watch what's going on with our codes. There, There's a new thing going on. I'm going to have a different podcast go, talking about this one. But, um, you know, now we have this era of electronic voting for our codes. And what they do is the, a lot of these companies that evaluate the codes, they're, they're going to this online system where they want to register building inspectors and, and code people. And then they're allowing people to vote on whether a code should be passed. Well, guess what? You have these manufacturers and these special interest groups creating these small little groups, and then they get a whole bunch of people to go online and vote so that they can get their product featured in a code. So what they're doing is they don't care about home safety. They don't care about affordability. They don't care about you, the homeowner. They only care about one thing and one thing only, and that's I want to be able to sell more product. And a lot of companies have done this. We saw this happen with the wall bracing. Um, we're seeing it now with electrical codes and car chargers. Um, you know, now they've just electronically voted to make it mandatory that you put a car charging station in a new home. That's that's unbelievable. It's over a twelve hundred dollar ad. If somebody wants to add a car charging station, let them add one. Why make it mandatory? There aren't that many electric cars on the road yet compared to gas gasoline cars that, that we need to make that mandatory. Heck, I can drive around my state right now and I, I can't even find any places with car charging stations. So why make that requirement in the home? If you choose to buy an electric car and you choose to then add an electric station, great, good for you. But don't make that a requirement for everybody. I mean, elect that shouldn't even be a requirement until electric cars are a requirement. Like wh when the day comes where we all have to drive electric cars, then make that a requirement in a, in a home to have in a charging station. Okay. Uh, other than that, that's ridiculous. Then why aren't we making every single home accessible? You know, that should that should be the next requirement. I mean, for goodness sakes, you know. Um, we have to make commercial buildings accessible and that for good reason. I, I agree with that. But to make residential homes accessible, okay, why aren't we doing that first before we're making people put electric car charging stations in? It's, again, doesn't make sense. For my friends here in Wisconsin, again, we're on the Uniform Dwelling Code. 
this does not affect us, so don't freak out. But again, this this is stuff that we're seeing, this radical shift, allowing special interest groups to basically dictate the code um, when there's there's no data, there's they're just allowing an electronic vote. When you have experts that sit on these meetings and panels and going over and reviewing all these things and they're overturned because they get a bunch of votes from from an online voting group, uh, a block of people that you know are, are are doing it only to line their own pockets by selling more certain of a certain product. It's just wrong. It's wrong on so many levels, and we need to make people aware of this and we need to nip it in the bud and we need to be able to stop that because it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And and seeing California do this these extreme changes with their code, it, you know, it's bothersome. It, it really is. And uh, I hope people watch this and I hope people see the impact of what's going to happen to housing costs, affordability, people living there. You're going to see, uh, again, some more mass exodus out of there. We're already seeing it. We're seeing people move over to Las Vegas. We're seeing businesses go over, um, tech companies, because they can't even get employees there. They can't afford to live there. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, economics still prevails. Supply and demand still prevails. You know, you can get the greatest job in the world out there, but if, if you can't even afford to live in a house, how long are people going to put up with that before they move on? Probably not that long. And, and we're seeing it. So keep an eye out for this. This will be very fascinating to watch how this shakes out down the road with codes. Maybe they just don't build enough houses there that they really care. Um, but I, I think they do. I mean, there's a lot of areas in California that are still uh, undeveloped that, you know, this is going to greatly impact. And uh, uh, it's unfortunate. It really is. You know, it, I'm all for safe houses. I'm all for having good codes. But doing this kind of extreme, it just doesn't make any sense. And and you're going to see some some interesting fallout from this over the next couple of years, for sure. So I hope you guys found this episode to be super informative. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning into the Home Building Hero. And we're always going to bring you guys information, uh, new topics. We got a ton of new content, content coming out. In fact, I'm super excited. We just got back from the International Builder Show. And we're going to be talking all about different industry and design trends and all sorts of things that uh, we saw here at the show. So make sure that you guys tune in. If you haven't already, subscribe. It's so easy. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified every time we release a new Home Building Hero episode. So make sure you do that. You can also check out our website, homebuildinghero.com. And again, keep an eye out. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got a lot of new interviews going on and lots of new topics. So once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning into the Home Building Hero. And we'll talk to you guys very soon.